This is episode 44 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta from Jump Consulting, and today I've got a guest that I've had on my show before, but she was so exciting, and everyone loved having you on that I had to have you on again. Welcome, Kara Armour. How are you? I'm doing fabulously, although the weather is not. It is (laughs) pouring. (laughs) Well, that's what you get for being in Boston. I know, I know. For those of you who do not know Kara, Kara is the co-founder of Active Paws, Inc., in the Boston area. And in 2009, Kara actually won Pet Sitter of the Year. She's decorated in many accolades and even expanding to opening a grooming and holistic supply store. Kara is on today because this month in April is actually Pet First Aid Awareness Month. And Kara works with Pro Pet Hero. And that's what we kind of talked a little bit about about the last time. But I wanted to have you on again because not only is it just so timely right now, but I just kind of wanted to first take everyone back and explain, how did you become a part of Pro Pet Hero? Because I know your story starts with you actually starting something like that yourself, right? Yeah, so I'm a go-getter. And when I started my company, I knew it was important for me to have pet first aid and CPR training. I knew if I had someone else's animal in my care, I had to know what to do when things go wrong, because they do. So I kept returning to the Red Cross class, which was hilarious because the instructor finally, after three years, told me they don't expire. So in 2009, when I won Pet Center of the Year, I actually became aware of pet tech and I wanted to be a part of sharing the knowledge. I had become more advanced in it and I wanted to be instructor. So in 2011, I became an instructor. And then I was realizing the geographical limitations. My classes were selling out. I had waiting lists. I wasn't willing to drive more than an hour because it's a lot out of your day. You know, four hour class becomes a six hour endeavor. And probably lugging all of those stuffed animals and stuff too, I imagine. I mean, it was a full The call. tables. <laughs> I, mean, tables. I, was, I was very lucky when I would teach in churches, they had tables and chairs. But when uh-huh. I would teach in daycares, they didn't. So I was travel. I was traveling roadshow. You were traveling roadshow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had a student in my class and he said, you know, I was looking for an online class. And I said, oh, you can't teach this online. And he said, why not? So I started doing some research and you can, and there's a lot of studies, which I know we'll talk about a little bit later, that show that this information and lots of information can be portrayed better online. So I actually built my own online course and that was in 2015. And then in 2016, I found Pro Pet Hero and it was everything that I knew I didn't have. So they were an actual veterinarian teaching the course. And that's something that I thought was important. I felt confident in my skills and the education, but I felt like this information should come from somebody that has actually saved hundreds of pet lives. And so I literally called them up and I said, guys, I know I built a course that's, I guess, your competition, (laughs) but I want to be a part of your awesome because what they were doing is just awesome. And they have a similar story. Roy, Scott, and Paul. Roy was an EMT, a paramedic. He started the business back in 2003. As a paramedic, he was sick and tired of being a traveling roadshow. He was tired of the geographical limitations. And so he had two friends that were able to help him get his classes online for humans. And then they opened up into the pet market in 2016. And I basically barge straight in. <laughs> Here I am. And I, I can't yeah. picture that happening for me, Kara. <laughs> Surprise. I love it. I 
You know, you made a really good point there, the whole veterinarian trained part. And I really like that story. And I wanted my listeners to hear that because I wanted to hear how your heart evolved. It wasn't like you all of a sudden just want a job and you got hired from this company and now you're repping for them. It's so much more deeper than that and more of an evolution than that. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I was able to take my pride and set it aside. I had built something that I wanted to succeed. Yeah. But when you know there's something better, it's better to join it rather than fight it. And I wanted to join it. I love that. I love that. I wish more people had that mentality. That's why you're one of my favorite people. (laughs) So let's talk more about this online learning thing. You know, when I was in college, oh my God, like 15 (laughs) years ago, I feel old. You know, online was just starting, right? And it was kind of like this taboo, weird thing. But Mm -hmm. as I prepared for this call, I heard that there's an increasing number of students selecting distant learning courses as a part of their regular college curriculum. And Mm -hmm. there's been a 150% increase between 1998 and 2008. Now one could say, well, Kara, Bella, we're talking about saving pets lives. And Kara, I'm going to tell you what I think about that. And I want to hear your thoughts because I know you have thoughts. My thought is we are not veterinarians. We are not vet techs. We are pet sitters and dog walkers. And technically, if a client is out of town, we're really only there for an hour and a half to three hours out of a day if we're doing three times a day visits. So the possibility of something happening while we're there is pretty slim for us to actually triage and start doing compressions and and help this. Like, I don't know how many times you've done it in your pet sitting career, but I don't know many pet sitters that have actually had to do compressions on a dog. I do know and understand and appreciate the whole first aid element, you know, in Arizona, you get cactus in the paw or you get something up your snout or dehydration or heat exhaustion, you know, that kind of stuff. But when we're talking about like the real hard triage and veterinarian kind of stuff, you're going to be getting the dog to the vet, right? So the whole like, you can't teach this online, I don't really think applies. I mean, even veterinarians are taking their own courses online. So why not pet sitters learning online for a fraction of the cost in the comfort of their own home and then being able to replicate it to their whole staff? Well, I sound like a little bit of a sales right now, and I don't mean that, but this is what's going on in my mind. What do you think about all that, Kara? I think you bring up some really good points because I have used CPR twice. Mm-hmm. I had a greyhound that was having a stroke and wow. I was able to bring him back and get him to the vet. And then his parents did make the choice to say goodbye. Yeah. And then I had unsuccessful CPR in a car with a cat that was alive and alert, but, you know, tacky gums, blue gums when I had arrived and I set him back in the car and my heart just sank. And I said, I should go check him. And sure enough, you know, his heart had stopped and I was doing compressions and I was only five minutes from the ER. And that's a whole nother story. I've never met anyone like that. That's amazing. Yeah. But your point is very valid in that you're right. We're rarely, rarely, even as pet sitters going to use CPR. But it's one of those things. If you don't use it, you lose it. If you don't use the mentality of something could go wrong and the what ifs, you're not going to be prepared. And I think what the importance about this training is it prepares you for the what ifs. And most importantly, are going to use that first aid and first aid awareness month. Be aware. And that's what I train my staff to do. Mm -hmm. I tell them, you need to go into every situation and just be aware of your surroundings, be aware of your safety, be aware of the pet safety. I've gone into meet and greets and found mammary cancer on a Shih Tzu that they weren't aware of. Yeah. You know, I had a golden retriever that had a limp And the owners were like, oh, I'm pretty sure it's ACL tear. We're going to get him to the vet. And I said, 
you might want to go sooner than later, turn out to be osteosarcoma. So I think the training allows us, and this is perfectly adapt to learn online because what happens online is you learn from the best at their best. I've gone into classes, I'm not gonna lie, I've taken some cough medicine, I've had a cold. If I had to teach a class last Saturday, I would have been a wreck. So I think it's important that online learning allows you to get the absolute highest learning from the best person at the best day. Mm -hmm. Editing makes, you know, we can make us look a lot better. So I I think it's just important as pet sitters to have this information for the what ifs. And the first aid you're gonna use, like. You're going to get puncture wounds. You're going to get a cut paw. You're going to walk into all kinds of issues. You need that. The other thing that I think of, because, you know, one of my platforms is really helping the industry kind of get employees and the staff. And I don't know what day or how the logistics or whatever work. If you did find a trainer or I don't know, do you call it a, a trainer to come in house and what you just tell all your clients, we can't do it this day. Like we can't help you because we're in class all day. Or do you individually send them out or do you individually say you're responsible for going to this training and making them do it, take them off the schedule? I mean, the logistics of doing that in person once it's not just you and once you do have a staff are crazy to me. And also the payroll. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Not only are you paying for this class, but you're also paying them per hour to be there. That's a really good point. I didn't even think of that. It just logistically sounds like a nightmare to me. And when you can do something online and then you can have it to refer to. And Kara, since since I like started with the program, every Sunday night I get a new video that's just kind of a really cool refresher course. So what I'm thinking again with people that have staff, maybe they have their own Facebook group or maybe they don't. Maybe they just email their staff. But that's something that you could like email out to people and start a discussion on your staff. That's part of that ongoing training that essentially helps your staff feel like, wow, my boss cares about me and my boss wants to keep like giving me education. And people feel loved that way. People feel like they're part of the team and they just like their job better. You know, I also make games of it, too. You know, I'll go in. I, I have a new hire. His name's Ken. He's actually a model. (laughs) <laughs> that's been most of my staff are ladies and my husband was like hmm anyways so and his name is ken it's literally ken anyway he's a great guy and oh i hope he doesn't hear this no, <laughs> i'll go in and i asked him today i said so who are some of your favorite dogs and he's like oh i love maple the lab and i was like okay how would you do chest compressions on her where's the highest part of her chest and so i get them to think about things like that so that they're always paying attention to yeah you love maple she's a great lab and she's fun but what happens if Mabel cuts her paw and you're, you know, six blocks away from the house? Uh-huh. So you can have fun with it. The refresher courses, the videos are just, they're good for not only a refreshment, they're good for, you know, breaking conversation and talking to your staff. They're really good because, yeah. you know, they're video. But also this course in particular, I don't know of any in-person course that tests retention. I can sneak onto my account and see what Ken's passing score was. Uh-huh. And that's cool because that tells me, you know, I can see the areas that he had a problem with, the questions that he didn't know so well. So when those videos come up, if he didn't do so well on temperature or heart rate, I can, you know, kind of ask him, all right, you know, yeah. do you understand why heart rate's important? So it sparks a conversation, gives you something to talk about. You know, it's a water cooler discussion and it's also educational. Uh huh. I also think of this from a marketing standpoint, Kara, and I really hope our listeners aren't thinking I'm trying to sell them this. I'm not. I'm just having this like open discussion with you because it is so kind of mind blowing and I'm not quite sure why more people don't take advantage of it. Uh, From a marketing standpoint, you know, every single pet sitting website, well, maybe not every single 80 to 90% of them say that they go above and beyond. 
that they care for their pets as if they're their own, that they turn the blinds to the lived-in look, that there's no travel trauma, there's no exposure to illness. They say all the same things. They sell the industry, right? And how (laughs) cool would it be if you were a client looking for someone to care for your baby that was talking about like all of our staff are first aid CPR certified and here's what that means, you know, or here's what our ongoing training looks like. We have a fully trained staff. Our staff are employees and they're trained with our training manual. Well, that's great. How about talking about what's in that training manual? How about talking about that exact story that you just gave me? That kind of story would be an incredible goldmine of a Facebook Live on your page for two minutes that say, hey guys, just wanted to tell you about this awesome new hire I have. And I just want to make sure that you know that I want to make sure he's doing a great job. So we have this really cool training that's pet first aid CPR certification. And he was telling me how much he loves this Mabel. And you could forward it to Mabel's mom too. And you could say, you know, I asked him like, where would you do chest compressions if anything ever happened to Mabel? That would be a cool story. That's something that's going to bring your business and your value to life, right, Kara? It's just like, I see that as just something so different that nobody's doing. And so not only could a course like this just give you the knowledge, but it's knowledge that you could snowball into so many different areas. It's exciting to me. It's super exciting because I think what we all know is very important. This industry is growing and it's growing rapidly and there's a lot of noise in it. And we all know, and I'm one of the marketing kind of things that you have to pay attention to is your niche market. And how do you stand above the rest? So let's just put this on a human side. If I'm looking for a babysitter for my child and I've got two wonderful 17-year-old girls, they're high school students, they're straight A's, all of that, they've got great references, and one certified in CPR and first aid, and the other's not, what choice are you going to make? So I think that's one way, not only that we can stand above the crowd, but it's also going to become, and mark my words, it's going to become regular. You know, 13 years ago when I started my company, bonding and insurance was, people were like, what's that? Wait, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. you know, and now it's, Not 100%, you know, not every client asks for it, but it's a lot more common knowledge, especially with our larger, you know, online booking services. They're talking about it, too. Insurance, at least. So why not set the tone and be the kind of first people that say, oh, well, I'm certified in first aid and CPR insured and bonded because that says to them, I've put your pet as number one. Yes, I care. So I think it's a huge marketing advantage for pet sitters, because you know what? While many pet sitting companies are still enough, aren't. And that will allow you to stand above your competition for sure. It's a competitive advantage that everyone should really consider. This is so important. And I need to cut to a quick commercial break. But when we come back, I want to continue about this competitive advantage. Because Kara, there's something happening in our industry right now, where a lot of pet sitters are feeling something getting nipped at their heels. And this could be the perfect Mm -hmm. solution for them. We'll be right back. Want to get yourself or your staff pet first aid CPR certified, but don't know how? Gone are the days of having to take off a day of work just to go sit in a classroom. Take it online. Pro Pet Hero is a veterinarian-trained program given in modules that test your knowledge of the material at the end of each section. Pro Pet Hero can even give you a certificate to show all your clients and post it on your website. Imagine future clients being drawn to you because of your extensive knowledge. Sign up today. www.jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. Use coupon code CPR-PETSITTER for 10% off. 
So Kara, this big competitive advantage that we're doing right now or talking about, I'm going to put it out there. Rover's coming up, whether you like it or not, Rover's coming up. And it's not a test between who's best or who's right or who's wrong. We all know and have our feelings about stuff. But Kara, I was on a call this week with a business, an $800,000 business that's actually feeling the pressure from Rover. And the feeling is coming because her price margin is really low. It's really low, like 18 to $20 low. And then there's discounts on top of that as low as fifteen fifty a walk. What? Yeah. So it's between like 15 to the 18. That, that was the range. So not only does she have that going for her, but if you could come on and you could say something like, you know, I mean, this entire month, you could create an entire marketing campaign. And if you're yep. looking for ideas, Kara and I could give you endless ideas. <laughs> oh, my oh, God, yeah. like every single day, we could show you how you could like be using this whole pet first aid awareness month all over again. But going back to your analogy of that 16, 17 year old straight A student, and one has a CPR, you are going to be starting to be looked at compared to Rover. And price can be one thing that really sets you outside of that market, you know, when you're $25, $30. But another thing can be how trained are you? And really mm-hmm. touting that on the front page of your website, you guys, because people do care about this. People will pick you because of this. And oftentimes the people that are trained, Kara, I've never really seen one lead with this in marketing. I've seen it as a little emblem hidden at the bottom right corner of the website. I've never really seen it like, we are trained in this and this is why this matters. Or little emblems next to each one of your staff members that are, you know, certified or trained or whatever it might be. I just see this, you know, the more competition that enters or the more choices consumers have, I think the more important something like this could be a game changer for those businesses. It's also a topic of conversation. I present it to any new clients that I'm, you know, I go to a meet and greet. Yeah. And some people are still going, oh, that exists. And then they're fascinated to talk about it. And then they're even more confident in their choice in you because they've now learned something cool and new. And then now they've learned that you know how to do it. So their pets are in the best hands. And it justifies a higher price too. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody knows that, especially with the rovers of the world, that you can go online and find anybody to watch your pet. That's known. Yeah. And rovers, I know we could talk all day about the insurance, but the fact is they have insurance. The clients don't know the coverage. They don't understand that. That's a whole nother can of worms. I don't even think the sitters do sometimes either. They don't understand (laughs) that they're not covered, only the client's covered, but... Correct. So I can tell you that there's nothing stopping the Rover sitters. And if people are listening that are on Rover, here's your chance. I'm leveling the playing field. If you have CPR and first aid certification, you are going to stand above your competition. That right there alone. I mean, it's one more accolade. Yeah, it's one more accolade to put you there. And, you know, why not proudly display that certificate, the badge? It's just it doesn't make sense. I've been doing it since 2003. Yeah. Since the second I started this company, I think before I even my first client was a cat. I think before I even serviced them, I went to that Red Cross class. Yeah. You know, it meant so much to me then. And to find out that still so many people don't take advantage of it from both the safety perspective and the marketing perspective is silly. Yeah, there are a lot of perspectives. Tell me more about other ways, like minor ways that people might use it. Like I arrived to a pet sit to walk a dog and a dog's limping. How would I assess that? Like this course would give me things to feel, right? Things to look for, things to know better other than your dog was limping today, right? 
Yeah, well, like I said, so this course has kind of trained my eyes to pick up on stuff that not only I notice as a pet sitter caring for the animal, yeah. but things that the owners don't even notice. Yeah. Limps or changes in the gait. When you see the pet every single day and it might be arthritis, so it starts out slow, mm-hmm. but then you haven't seen the dog in two or three weeks and you go to pet sit it and you're like, you know, Nancy, Brando's kind of limping pretty badly. And then she says, oh, I thought so. And then she gets him to the vet. He gets on Rimadil. His life is better. Yeah. I mean, there's just that, but also the emergency. So, you know, I just wrote some because it's pet first aid month. I wrote a couple blogs on puncture wounds and <laughs> my dog ate what? <laughs> That's a good pet sitter one. I mean, my dog ate what? Well, my dog ate what at my staff's house? Not her fault. It was a complete accident. But she had this dog. She pets him before. 11 pounds Skipper Chemix. And he's not created at home. He's not created at her house. I've been over her house. It's dog proofed. It's safe. She went to the gym. We're allowed to go to the gym, right? We're allowed to leave our house and leave a dog behind. <laughs> she left him confined in her room. She came back. All was well. Next morning, he threw up. It was just bile. So we weren't thinking too much of it. Ate mm-hmm. his breakfast and then immediately threw up again. That's when we go, hmm. Something's not right. Yeah. So we said, okay, bring him to work with you all day. My husband looked at him. He said, yeah, he seems a little off. Let us know how he is at dinner. Turned his nose up to dinner. This is not a picky eater. This is a chow hound. My husband was like, he needs to go to the vet. And only because we knew that dog and we knew that, you know, some people yeah. I would say, oh, it's stress. Yeah. You know, let's give him to the morning. I'm glad yeah. we didn't wait. We bring him in $4,600 later. They had to go into his stomach and they found a little round plastic disc. The vet texted that to us. The owner, she's been with us for 10 plus years. She was phenomenal. But she's down in Florida worried about her dog. Yeah. So little round plastic disc, my employee immediately goes, oh, my chair's been wibbly. The little plastic disc that's nailed into the bottom of your chair to make it slide on carpet. (laughs) He ate it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Your dog ate what? (laughs) (laughs) He would have suffered a lot longer had we not known him and known him to get, you know, There was no amount of hydrogen peroxide we could have used to get that plastic bit up. I don't even know how it went down. It was big and he is small. Right, right. I think he was probably chewing on it and it slipped. I don't know. But regardless, that was important. We knew that animal. We knew what was usual, what was not. And that's what I always try and tell people. This is what this course will teach you. It will teach you to look at the animals in a different light. And you will find stuff that you will be a trained eye. You'll find stuff that your clients didn't even notice. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. It's not that clients don't love their animals to death. It's Mm -hmm. just they don't notice these things, you know. Mm -hmm. They can't tell that their puppy's gaining a little weight because they see it every single day. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I know I forget things. I have brain fog. and, (laughs) (laughs) And unless I write it down, it's really hard to go back to it. So, I did take a pet CPR first aid course when I first started out because that's what I thought I should do. And I do remember being in the course. I don't remember anything from the course, but I'm lifetime for certified. I'm kind of like a poser, you know, and there's so much going on in our lives. And especially when we replicate it with staff, I just see how the online thing can be so much more fruitful because you can go back to it and you are getting those constant trainings. So Kara, thanks for reminding us about how important this is, especially with First Aid CPR Month. And thank you so much for your time for being on here again. I'll post a link in the show notes and also here on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, on how you can get 10% off if you wanted to sign up. And just to throw it out there, you guys, this is like a $50 course. It's not going to break your bank. 
And it's not going to add like thousands of dollars onto trying to send a staff member to a course. Well, you can also, depending on your pay structure, I had some cancellations the other day with my new staff member, Ken. And I said, hey, this is a great time for you to sit in that dog's apartment. We've got their Wi-Fi. I'll shoot their parents an email and let them know that you're staying a little bit longer with the dogs. Who's going to care about that? (laughs) And why don't you finish up your course? And he was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. I love it. You're a great manager, Kara. Thank you so much for your time and a special thanks to Pro Pet Hero as well. Like I said in the show notes, you can figure out how you can get 10% off for you and all your staff. This has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. Thank you so much for watching. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in Your Business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.